This is Junior Chef Sadie, and you're listening to After Chef Junior. Oh, hello everybody. It's After Chef Junior, the most important Master Chef Junior after show in the world. My name is Max. Lady's always by my side. Daisy. And Caesar's friend, Jenny. Oh, that's right. You guys... Changed got... your title. <laughs> it's your sweet baby co-host here. <laughs> Caesar's best friend, Jenny. Um, we who... met him! Yeah, and for people that are just joining us this season, who is Caesar? Only... <laughs> um, I'm glad I have my pop screens on. Only one of the top three home cooks in America. Max? Do the math. That's the 99th percentile. And then some. Or the one percent. I think now. Anyway, he's anyway. super good at cooking, and he was our favorite on last season. We had literally two hours. He was our favorite last season. Like, we really liked him last mm-hmm. season. But there was a lot of, like, strong candidates. Yeah. He he's was... an adult. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's good. I should clarify that. So, Caesar. Uh, from... I hope so. We didn't see it. We didn't I, check an ID. I didn't check an ID. What if it was just a Caesar impersonator? He was drinking alcohol, though. Mm. So maybe Dustin, the server, should have checked his ID. Yeah, Dustin, <laughs> if that's your real name. Um. So, Caesar from MasterChef from last year, mm. uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Uh, has been on the Best show. Best friend of the show. Yeah, <laughs> encourage people to check out our interview with him uh, from, from the past season. Uh, you guys were in Austin, Texas, and he lives right, somewhere yeah. in that area. And you, Close enough. you met up. Yeah. And you hung out. We had a lunch, and he- I actually felt really bad for Dustin the server because <laughs> Caesar. And by the way, Caesar is his art. We just kept dancing about. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Every his time, friends call him Caesar. Every time Dustin would come up to like ask us what we wanted to eat or drink or check it out, he was always interrupting like some awesome story. We'd all be like, "Yeah, Dustin, like yes, thank you so much, like go away." And then he brings us this free coffee, one between the four of us, which we weren't really sure why. And he like puts it down on the table, and he's about to launch into an explanation of like how this is Mexican coffee. And we just also were like, Caesar was a fascinating guest. So he's like telling us these stories. And then we just kind of ignored Dustin and he said, None of you are listening to me, so I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, That's not untrue. Wow. It was great. And then the five of us shared a coffee, sort of a Lady in the Tramp five of liquid. You. Yeah, we had two non-Master Chef fans with us. And how did they react to this whole situation? It was kind of nice to just have an audience. Yeah. Sometimes you... It's... Oh, wow. So it was like you were doing the podcast <laughs> yeah, it was for an our... audience Well, it was two. interesting because after the, the lunch, regular both of these girls who are our friends <laughs> were like, you know, I think I'm going to listen to your podcast. And Stacey and I were like, we have literally been doing this for like five years. <laughs> it has been a very long time. It's been a long time. It just took Caesar. Should he be a co-host? Maybe that was the, the key to success. Mm. Or should he be our sales rep, as we're discussing? <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, well, let's... Um, we have so much to talk about. We have this episode. We have an, an update around um, us traveling to Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati. Max, we don't need it anymore. We did it. It was perfect. Did you think it was good? Yeah, I did. An inspired Max. But we're kind of more off like no. we don't know wait, the words we're, yeah. not, we're not <laughs> those people we're more like pitch perfect like 
acapella. Yeah, we're going like to mash this. it up with some other One, songs. One, two, three. Cincinnati. I'm really high with that one. I'm sorry. That one's high. I, I googled Cincinnati food. Cincinnati acapella <laughs> competition. So you've put in the absolute bare minimum <laughs> of effort. Uh, and the first thing that popped up was chili. Huh. Cincinnati's famous chili. Yeah. Good Can't wait chili. to try it. On That was just what kept popping up. Somewhere called Skyline or Skytrain or something. And chili. Well, I'm looking forward to October in Cincinnati. A just Cincinnati in- autumn. Oh. I got invited to something else October 7th, and I was like, I no. can't go, but I can't remember why. Then I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, why can't you come? It was Carol invited me to yeah. Austin City Limits. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, oh, sorry, I'm occupado. <laughs> As they say in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, let's dive into this episode. Uh, it begins with uh, Aron, or all the kids coming into, into the into the kitchen, and Aron says, "I, as you all know, I am the comedian of the group." Uh, let me ask you this: Who is the comedian of our group? I mean, oh. that's the only person who's ever been paid to do comedy. <laughs> yeah, I would say you. Of course, of I just course. spent the weekend with Stacy, and I just want to say I do actually find her funny. Thank you. Somebody, <laughs> somebody in this house. That's like, if you ever get a big billboard for your show, that's the referral. Actually. Actually. Yeah, actually funny. funny. Actually Jenny Bader, three stars. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, the... So who do you think the comedian of the judges? Our own? <laughs> I mean, he, he called it. Why not? I mean, none of them are I think Christina's funny. funnier. Christina, when sh- is Christina even read a joke? She made that joke about that her joke red dress. One time? Mm-hmm. About when she said it wasn't Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if they added a comedian, it would be funnier. Yeah, like add in a comedian to that. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I've got, I've got a comedian that can. Is it really Wayne Brady? Oh, he'd be amazing. Oh, I love Wayne Brady, and he would add sort of a musical element to the show that I think is severely lacking. Yes, yes, yes. He'd be like cooking up the kitchen. I'm Wayne. Brady. It would also be like a nice. At first, I thought you meant Tom Brady. I was like, uh. Tom Brady, who, who's that? The football, football player? Oh, Is he yeah. the one who kissed his son? We talked at length about this yes. on the show. Very weird. <laughs> we talked about this. Very weird. Uh, Wayne Brady would provide a nice buffer between judges and contestants as well. Yes. Instead of the judges going up and like weirdly. Saying things the like thing the judges that, don't know how to speak to yeah. humans. The thing is that Wayne Brady is probably not a food expert. Doesn't matter. He's They're successful. The you know, like if you're rich, you've eaten well. If we've he... one mm. thing we've learned about profiting off the MasterChef empire, you mm-hmm. don't need to know about food. Like, <laughs> look at us. We're on season twelve or something. I was um, uh, kicking around on Amazon, Amazon or. Amazon Prime or Just Googling or Cincinnati food, yeah. seeing what came up. <laughs> Something and, popped up. And out of nowhere, I came across The Brave and the Bold, the uh, the soap opera. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, soap operas exist. I have never... Oh, my God. Like, what what are these even? You know, I haven't given them two thoughts in I my entire life. I go away for life. four days, and Just, this is what happens yeah, to you. So I turned it on, and I was like... I watched this last week in hospital. Oh, really? Yeah, it was oh, on in the waiting room. Okay, there you go. And so who was on it? Playing a stone cold serious character, Wayne Brady. No. Yeah. Are we talking about the same Wayne Brady? We are. The black guy? Yeah. 
No, he's too good for that. I'm telling you, he had a re- he had a role. I didn't watch two or three episodes, and he Max, was playing like this guy. Max, who's you can't afford slope. to fall down on another weird not, fad here. I'm not. I'm not. I. It was months ago. It was months ago. But Wayne Brady was there, and he's been in the top of my mind ever since. But like, why does he need to do that? He was on whose line is it anyway? Which is still on the air. Did you know that? No. Yeah, it's like twenty. It's like twenty seasons or something. He was on How I Met Your Mother. Oh, really? Yeah. Like a guest role. Yeah, it was so pretty mm-hmm. recurring. So you would cast Wayne Brady in this just as like straight up judge, like third judge. Mm, like host. No, like host. Oh, you yeah. want a host. Yeah, yeah, I would want someone between oh. these judges. Like a that... Ted Allen type. Who's from Ted Chopped. Allen? Yes, yes, yes. Oh mm. my God, that would be so much better. No, but some of the best stuff is like, you don't want to create a barrier between the contestants and the... A liaison, not a barrier. The judges can still go speak to them and stuff, but it's like someone to like kind of make fun of the judges and, you know... Bring a little humor to something. Yeah, more that, bullying. That's I mean, what I'd this, like to see. This show is like weirdly serious for kids getting like drowned in corn. <laughs> like yes. no one like acknowledges how weird it is or like makes jokes about it. They're just like, mm, corn, let's get you changed. Moving on. I know. That was so weird. There's this was no the weirdest you... of all the times kids have been dunked in stuff or had stuff dropped on them. There was just no build up. No. This one, yeah, which was my favorite so far. I, I really got me thinking. So, anyways, so so they they drop some corn puns, and then out of nowhere, they just douse the kids in wet, wet corn. Gordon clicked his fingers like three times, yeah. and then they just came, and they were screaming, and it was a classic. It was a corn class- shower, and it kept going. Shower. Malia bracing her body against the yeah, pummeling right. of the kernels. Chave looked like he was in like legitimate pain. Yeah, screaming. I said to Stacey, which is something I don't understand why it's taken me so long to ever think about. If any of them took three steps forward, they would be out of it. I think that'd so be interesting. So they said, stay there. Stay in the corner. So I'm taking you, your feet. Don't you dare don't move. You, we've electrified the floor. <laughs> if you step away for a second, you're going to go to the hospital, Jayla. <laughs> <laughs> the floor is shellfish. <laughs> if you try to scream, if you try to call for help... <laughs> We've got your parents in another room. Whoa. I'm not making up the rules, Max. Mm. I will slap you in the face with a fish. Yeah. Shellfish. Like being dressed covered in corn, I feel pretty good. That's nice. So they dose him in corn, and I love the way he just snapped his fingers. That got me thinking about later on. You know how we don't see it very often in the junior version of this show, but in the adult version, they'll sometimes go up, taste something, and then not say nothing, and then just yeah. walk away. I missed Joe used to do it. Imagine, as oh, part okay. of their repertoire, they could snap their fingers and just dump corn on one of the contestants. <laughs> but you don't know if it's good or bad. I love so, it. Yeah. Yeah. So you come up, and they're like, they take one spoonful, they look at you, and they're like, I think you could have done better. Corn. <laughs> what if add to that? You know how in Britain's Got Talent or whatever, they have the golden buzzer. So if you smash the buzzer, you just get through to the next round and like mm. gold confetti goes everywhere. What if they had that like they taste a dish, they look someone in the eye, snap their fingers and like something good falls and they just make it through. Whoa. Yeah. Um, imagine yeah. they're just sending people to the balcony mid show. They're like, that was so good. We don't even need to pretend. Get up there. Yeah. Get up there. We're blasting you with golden corn. <laughs> we call buzz. it a golden corn shower. No, oh, Stacey, no. this is for children. No, is no, that not right? No, no, no. No. Mm. no. But I do like the idea of them having sort of like magic powers or being able to conjure things out of thin air. Yeah. I think that's a fun element. If mm. everybody had the kind of like a special oh, okay. move they could do. Yeah, totally. Like mm. Gordon drops Beef Wellingtons on your head. Yeah. Just thick. That would be sore. <laughs> 
That'd yeah, be really you'd sore. Break, you'd, there'd be He's not allowed to do that anymore. No, he did it no. one Legally. Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legally. Anyway, corn. I love it. I heard. Yeah. You wouldn't <laughs> shut up about it. I've never met... Despite being dressed covered in corn, I feel pretty good. It's my Monday motivation. Thanks, Jay. I love I've corn. I've never met anybody who cares so deeply about corn. It, to me, it's just like a filler no. vegetable. I'm never like, sick corn. <laughs> nice. It's an amazing day. Guess what I had in my life? Some corn. Stacy, fueled by corn. <laughs> in Austin, I was like on the prowl for corn. I, yeah. Again, would not shut up about it. I love, just really like corn. I don't know if there's something, let's deep dive into this. As you all know, I wasn't given very much fresh produce as a child. (laughs) And (laughs) my only corn experience was in a can of vegetable medley, which was like little cubes of carrots, Mm -hmm. gross little peas, Mm -hmm. no, no, gross little green peas Mm -hmm. and gross corn. It was kind of in the juice of the other stuff. Or... Baby corn out a can again out a can. Sure. So I don't think I tasted sweet sweet corn. Sweet sweet corn. <laughs> Eyebrow raised until I was older, and I think I just had this like, wow, this is what corn is, and like grilled corn. Mm. Love. Have you ever had the corn this weekend? I had corn with like cheese and lime juice and chili. Mm. And also, I've never met anyone so passionate about queso. Queso than you this weekend. Stacey was scooping queso. Probably didn't tell your husband this. I'll tell the world. Stacey was scooping queso, like a common queso in the middle of the table, so hard with tortilla chips that she ended up flicking it over herself because the momentum oh, yeah. from the queso to her this mouth is was like very on brand for Stacey. <laughs> me the splash zone. That's right. Population me. Yeah, that's right. I, oh, I'm not that hungry. Can we just get some queso for the table? Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> Is there a hose? Is Gordon here? Oh no, don't dump queso on me, Gordon. <laughs> don't throw queso on my face, Gordon. Oh, did I lose the 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 competition? This is getting a little weird. Yeah, well, you have <laughs> they do this? They dump queso. This is not, I'm not. You have your toasty moment. Like She's allowed her queso moment. Yeah. Max. Um, oh, I wish we I'm had I'm queso for queso. Oh, anyways. On top of corn, um, corn. there's this theory... A bit of a conspiracy theory oh. um, that maybe corn is releasing some kind of uh, oh, biochemical God. into the air. Stacey told me that you thought this <laughs> at the week. Stacey, when I was talking about corn at the weekend, Stacey was like, you know, Max has this theory. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't even want to hear this theory. <laughs> because maybe, imagine if it's how stupid you are and then my brain's the most upset, susceptible to the corn. Tell the theory. Okay, so there, there's documented evidence that certain plants... Ugh. Can release uh, chemicals into the air to manipulate the behavior of other animals. So, for example, there's like this bean plant that releases chemicals into the air only when these very specific mites or whatever are like eating its um, like sprouts or whatever. Mm. And then that attracts spiders that come and eat the sprouts. Now, the spiders have no idea that they're being manipulated by this plant. Am I the spider in this analogy? Yes, we are all the spiders in this analogy. So what if, let's just say, corn was releasing some sort of undetectable chemical into the air and it was programming us to do nothing but come up with excuses to plant more corn? Is it not usually for pollination, though? Like those little mites or whatever you're talking about, or bees... Like, you know, some plants like make bees crawl through things so they get pollen all over them, then they take it to another plant and then they fertilize that plant. Uh, you could probably make an argument that's sort of the same. 
Mm-hmm. So are you just like Wonder Woman and you're not susceptible to the corn? I guess so. I guess you could say, you know, kind of evolutionarily, mm-hmm. I kind of have a bit of an advantage. Disadvantage wears glasses. Advantage. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not a spider in a corn's world. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> Unlike some people at this table. You know what I found out from this <laughs> is that baby corn like grows like baby corn. I just assumed it was like they peeled off all the kernels and then reconstituted it oh. into little corn shapes. So, but oh, it's so really? tiny. Reconstituted the kernels, like, like, it was like processed, a, like a chicken nugget, but corn. That's what I thought baby corn oh, was. That's like, you know, baby carrots don't exist. It's just carrots cut into baby. Yeah, shapes. you so, thought it was like that. Yeah, but the kernels are so small. I know. I thought maybe like it was a mold or something. No, mm. not like a bacteria mold, but like put in a mold, like a chicken nugget. <laughs> I don't really like baby corn. I love baby corn. Raw or cooked? Cooked. Oh. How do you cook a what do you like in a stir fry? Hot water. Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh, actually, yeah, in a stir fry, I'd munch away, but I wouldn't like boil baby corn. I wouldn't be like, ah, movie night, give me up a cup of a cup of baby corn. Oh my god, but uh, movie night, popcorn. What would I have? What would I do differently? Not have popcorn, and instead just have a bowl of sweet corn, <laughs> warm with butter and salt. Would that be the same calories as popcorn? No, people's like popcorn's Ooh. a healthy snack. It's just corn corn a healthy snack. Probably not the butter. I think you lose it on the butter. But people put butter on popcorn. But that also probably negates it mm. being I think there's healthier. There's more sugar in it once it's kind of sprouted than it is when you're just going from it being a hard kernel into being like a little pillow. What's the? I don't know what the technical <laughs> term for it. And people poop out corn, right? Like it's not you don't it digest right it that system. easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have been in, off track out. for a very long time. <laughs> Just Thank giving the people with the us. corn they want. Fans. Um, so, so we're a bit of a corn hub. Yeah. <laughs> they have to. Uh, so it's a mystery box challenge. They have to cook with corn. Uh, they get they get cracking on the corn. Nothing particularly eventful happens, I don't think, during this Except mystery box challenge. I did not understand Ivy's dish. Tamales? Yeah, like looking at it though, it just like corn, little corn with a sauce on top. I think there was like a sauce, like a paste, because tamales kind of like goop in leaves. Mm. <laughs> <I've> never... <laughs> but is that right? Have you enjoyed a tamale? Um, I'm certain I have, but Usually I don't they know have how meat to in them, so it. I haven't had one. Yeah, yeah, I think mm. it's like cornmeal. Whose dish would you have liked to have eaten out of all the dishes? Hmm. I wanted Chase. Everybody Chase seemed to be all pretty, the way. pretty blown away by Chase. Chase so. looked amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised there weren't more desserts. I feel like that could could have been a more exciting yeah, way what to was, take Yeah, what in. did Sadie cook? It looked like a corn brulee. Yeah, I know. I was curious about that. Yeah, with a um, cereal treat. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Angela made some kind of dessert Pie. as well. Yeah. Reed's right. looked good as well. Just whatever. Reed's just like meat, corn. Yes, yes. Yeah, and Aaron's was like that as well, yeah, which meat, they weren't corn. really... You know, making the, the corn the, the, star. the star. So you see Reed's hand was still burnt? Mm. Yeah. That's bad. That's been pretty bad. What did you think about Gordon's comment to Matthew about elevating his salad? Or elevating his garnish? Um, like, so the so they finished the challenge and there's and the three, the top three are Che, Matthew, and Ivy. Mm. Uh, Matthew has some sort of tuna. With, with corn, corn meal. Yeah. Does was... corn meal go crispy if you fry it? Yeah, you would use it as like a coating, like um, like on a shake and bake sort of situation. I would be interested to try that, I think. Mm. Did, was it this challenge where Matthew told 
one of the judges just go away? <laughs> yeah, it was Aro. Was it Aro? And he's like, do you want me to go away? And he's like, yes. Yeah, yeah. I love that. He's trying to work. Matthew's intense. He's an intense little guy. This mm-hmm. was the episode where we saw... The cracks. We saw... Turns out Matthew is mortal. He is mm-hmm. a mortal child with real human emotions. And I mean, it was a nice reminder. He's an old spirit in the body of a mortal child. And I think what we saw, given this much scrupulation, is the clash of the titans in there of his two... The two components of his his personality. His wood child spirit that's 8,000 years old versus (laughs) I'm just an eight-year-old and I really can't handle this. Yeah. And it was that clash. We saw it break through like lightning coming out a titan or something. (laughs) He's a powerful eight-year-old. Mm-hmm. But he's a powerful. I am a powerful eight year old. He's a powerful eight year old. You know, mm. it's all true. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> yeah. It was powerful stuff. I mean, this was a lot to watch, for yeah. sure. Um, it was maybe the rawest <sighs> episode of this show. Like most tears per minute. Oh my god! I'd say it, it's the kind of episode that somebody who is maybe critical of this show might look at it and say, "Huh, wait a minute, should you be?" Profiting off of children crying on TV and like with bandages all over their hands and like oh. quivering chins and having Gordon Ramsay just humiliate girls on TV is that? I don't is think that he a... humiliated. Anybody. Oh, yeah, take off he, your aprons! He literally tore. We'll get there. This feels like the end of a war when the soldiers are like real close to coming home, but they don't have. They're not intact emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So physically, maybe. Che wins the mystery box challenge, and he gets to. He's his, so pumped. Yeah, and his advantage is that he gets to formulate the teams. He gets to assassinate Jayla. So that was nice. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's true. Was he fun. was much more strategic than other kids have been in the same position this season. Well, well, it's funny you said that because when he started pairing people up, he had like a little reason for like the first two teams or whatever. But but really, when you look at that roster. Like there really wasn't any any weak, any weak competitors or any sort Matthew. of like, well, that was never going to be easy. Matthew's exactly. like an eccentric genius kid that like, yeah. he's not a if team left player. in his own might have gone the whole way no as kidding. we talked about last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, um, I bet you he could have somehow pulled off that platter by himself. Yeah, right. But <laughs> the just the how in, having being told you have to make like fifteen million tapas, ugh, it's a lot to. It's a lot to manage in your little brain. What do you think happened between Ivy and Reed that they're so... They're like, these two are going to really, really clash. It all went perfectly well. They're both from Georgia. So I think they probably have very similar... You know, if you think about a Venn diagram of their experiences, there's probably a pretty big common uh, Mm. chunk in the middle there. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, those communication... They probably communicate on a much more natural level than maybe they realized. Yeah, and neither of them want to go back to Georgia. I mean, I get it with the political <laughs> climate there right now, but Ugh. I mean, they have that in common. Yeah. But so, so I don't know why. Why would Che assume that they wouldn't get along? And both of them assume they were like, "Oh, what did she say? We've got our differences." It's like, what? What are they? What happened? You don't vote. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your children. What happened? I would, if only. If only we had that wall. To be a spider on that corn. They have more in common than they realize. That's a good lesson for America. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. I feel like we'd be using this show more often as parables. Like, have they ever done an episode where they just feed a bunch of immigrants? That would be great. That would be great. They'd be like, these people, please welcome 40 people who have made 
their lives in this country, who contribute every day, mm. who pay their taxes, mm-hmm. who make your meals, who take care of your children. Right. But don't forget it's on Fox. So. <sighs> so they could probably just be like the staff of the Murdoch mansions. Bring them on in. Give them a, give yeah. them a moment in the sun. We were actually talking about a TV show today. You know how they did one called The Week the Women Went? Have you heard yeah. of that show? Yeah. Uh, we were talking today about if they did The Week the Migrants when, <gasps> and in a town, they... I took all the migrants out for a week and is it migrant or immigrant both both same word. i think yeah. migrant is like if you just have traveled up for work an immigrant is if like you're living here settled right yeah migrant would be like if you're traveling around kind of nomadic working where you're needed yeah. or even you, if you, you cut it off at like first back. generation or second generation i yeah. still think a town would crumple yeah like i'm an immigrant what would vancouver do what would this without podcast you, do what would vancouver do without you jenny yeah, i wake up and think that every day <laughs> what would it do without callum uh, fall apart who works for the city it would literally fall apart mm. um shout out <laughs> so, uh, Che makes the following teams. Che, first pick, chooses Ooh. Aaron. To, Were you surprised? Uh, uh, no, not really. Um, <laughs> I thought he would either go for Aaron or Reed just because they're boys and they're the same age, mm. roughly. Um, so, Che and Aaron. Imagine he'd gone Reed. for Jayla. <gasps> what a different world. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Jayla and Matthew and uh, Malia and Sadie. And Malia and Sadie are pumped. Yeah, they were they were psyched. Um, and their goal was to make like six different types of Spanish tapas. How delicious did it look, though? Yeah, we're talking desserts. We're talking grilled octopus oh. and uh, pan fried uh, churros. churros. Just yeah. so many things. I would order that in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, octopus and churros, please. Mm-hmm. Is there corn? <laughs> That's right. Made by your Ooh, two what finest are children. Corn, corn croquettes, right? No, they're cheese. But cheese you tell you what, add some corn in. There. Add some corn. <laughs> corn to be wild over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Despite being just covered in corn, I feel pretty good. I love the way l- l- when he says "pretty good." He's got some. There's so much. Despite being just covered in corn, I feel pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> it's very like daffy duck delivery. Yeah, it's like he's still got corn in his mouth. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's everywhere. Corn really gets in between your teeth. That's yeah. the only negative. <laughs> the I feel only negative. I feel you, Che. Should um, I have a corn party? What would that be? All different types of corn. Like corn on the cob, grilled corn, boiled corn, popcorn, corn with queso, popcorn. Not a lot of corn nutrition. pops. Corn pops. Corn dogs. For the meat eaters. I'd have one of those. Yeah. You got cornbread. With, you got me with the corn dog. Cornbread with honey whipped butter like some, wheat made. Some polenta. No, I don't like that. It's made of corn. I thought all corn I don't was like welcome. The texture. That corn has been too manipulated. It's taken away from the very essence. <laughs> you're you're a, a purist. Yeah. You're cob cob to the core. Um, let's take a moment here to talk about our new business venture for this uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. You, we had an idea. We of, didn't have it. A tech company had it and okay. said to me, why are you not doing this already? And I was okay. like, hmm. and, what, and what is that? Um, so somebody was saying, why do you have this podcast? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Great question. Well, question. And one, Real wake up Actually, Max, before we talk about that, Caesar asked us how this podcast started. And Stacey and I could not remember, like, <laughs> why? Why? We're like, oh, I guess it was just Max's dream to talk about a Master Jeff Jr. for an hour with us every week. I remember you, 
you filmed something about us filming it but like i didn't Why? really watch it at that point like yeah uh so are we would you say you shot... were discovered by max but, oh. <laughs> the we originally uh, my original idea was to do it as like a youtube thing like on video and then um like why though oh just for, for fun for fun I and think just Logan... to have just to have the two of you do it because you're just effervescent and you've got good, we're the uh, comedians of the group yeah, i think long-term chemistry. listeners of the show will be shocked to find out that this was your <laughs> idea. yes it's true it's true and and originally i was gonna have i was not gonna have anything to do with it other than just setting up the camera and pressing record but uh, then I we did the first one and I realized oh, no, this is not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back and listen to episode one, season one. Go for it. And just knock around. Anyway, so you've got a ca- long plane ride. Maybe ask if they can put it on uh, the loudspeaker. Yeah, get line. some opinions. <laughs> um, so this tech company said to me. I think your podcast could be profitable with advertisers. And we have had advertisers reach out to us before, but the three of us have always been like, can't be ours. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Um, and, which is crazy because the reason we don't swear on this anymore is because you said we didn't want the explicit thing. Correct. But we never... Why? Anyway. Um, so then said tech person said to me that if there's a sales savvy person out there mm-hmm. who's interested because Mm -hmm. none of us care anyway we should let them sell ad space on the podcast and just keep like they'll keep most of the profits so because anything is better for us than nothing and that person will want to hustle on our behalf Mm -hmm. and do like live shows and all like organize all the stuff that we can't be bothered to do so what are we what kind of cut do we want to give these people because we're making the call right now oh god to all of this audience that's listening Get those applications open, in. No, There's, no. This is an open call. Anybody, we just want an army of independent salespeople out there. <laughs> an army? What if they contact the same people? That's good. That's buzz. good. Yeah, I like We're buzzing. Build some buzz. Yeah, well, right. there's three of us. I mean, if this was real life, you would be giving a salesperson like 10% commission. But I think we flip it yeah. and give them 70% and then we just have 10% each because yeah, we don't exactly. care. What are exactly. the rates? You tell us. Exactly. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you like to hustle, well, we got a lot of time. <laughs> and we had a lot of time to fill here so we could talk forever if you sell too many ads no problem we'll just do we'll a 12 forever. hour episode imagine us talking about ads like sometimes i listen to podcasts where they talk about the ads in a funny way and i was think we could do that yeah so let's just do some quick math so let's say i'm i'm in oh, a you have a calculator up here always always and then <laughs> so let's say uh oh i'm a um entrepreneur and i just heard about this crazy deal I managed to get Whirlpool. I don't know. You don't need to... a calculator to do a thousand dollars. They would get if they sell a thousand dollar ad, they would get seven hundred dollars. I just, I just, it's just my instinct to pull it up. All right. So yes. So if it's so if you say uh, if Whirlpool buys an ad, you can sell a hundred ads to Whirlpool for Why? Whirlpool for $1, like the dishwasher. People? Yeah, yeah. Or I don't know. Guess what, everybody? Or Viking. That actually was an ad this whole time. <laughs> no, it's called no, no, Native no. Advertising. It was for calculators. <laughs> and it's working. Also, we're heavily subsidized by the corn industry. <laughs> so, imagine, so Imagine some sales savvy person out there yeah. went and sold the sponsorship to like Tourism Cincinnati. Exactly. I'm giving you leads. I'm That's giving right. you leads. That's right. Go so out there. 40% on that one. No, 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 no. 70% for whoever sells it. And you, you just, uh, I don't know, you, you cut your own deal. but And you're going to keep 70% of anything that you figure out. 30% comes to us. 
Uh-huh. All right. And then you have to let us know via our email address, which is AfterChefJunior at gmail.com. That's right. And then um, I guess we would want like uh, some, well, I mean, it doesn't a matter. Contract. What, uh, you figure it out. Yeah, you, you figure, figure it, out. it out. Can you imagine like in one year if I posted on your Instagram pictures, a slideshow, a gallery of all these different people holding up their AfterChef Junior business cards? <laughs> Yeah. And we've just got, like, sales reps out there. I That's love right. it. Totally. It feels like... I want to use the word derby. Like, it feels mm. like a rat race situation. Yeah. Where everybody's Wall just Street, like... baby. On your mark, get set, go! go. Like, mm. the riches are yours. The treasure is waiting out there for you. We now have an international sales force. Yeah. Hello. Right. Bring that. That's part of your pitch We now. could give people, like, reference job references or stuff, something. Yeah. Or whatever. And you're going to make 70% <laughs> of everything you sell. I don't know. This is the best sales job ever. Uh, we do not cover expenses. <laughs> no. That's when we are still he- clear about that. No right. health benefits. And uh, we get final say on anything you sell. Because, uh, listen, if you're coming to us and you want me to, like, be, like, pro cigarettes or something, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So. No. Bullets so be and reasonable. cigarettes are no-go. No-go for us. Think about the, the AfterChef brand. The state of Georgia. Brand. Uh-uh. Not, not tourism in Georgia. But state of Ohio. Oh. Is that yep. where Cincinnati is? Yeah. <laughs> in in Cincinnati. You can't. I can't. Her she can't. She gets too excited. Okay, I can't make eye contact or hear you or look at you. Okay, ready to go. That's all I was singing, right? Cincinnati. Did it work? <laughs> it's really hard to tell. <laughs> so I think that means no. That's why we need singing lessons from Glinda's Voices for Angels. Call Glinda's. She'll make you sing to the heavens. This has been an advertisement for Glinda's. Oh my goodness. I think when my brother my brother and me started, Griffin used to come up with jingles oh. for all the adverts. But then they're now on episode 450 and he was like, nope. <laughs> no, no. No, no. I don't care enough. But we will do that. Give us their leftovers. They only have enough spots for like two on their show. Mm-hmm. We've got all the room, all the time, all the talent in the like, world. Maybe if someone as well has like a younger brother or younger sister who's just graduating from college, they want to go into sales, they're trying to get their foot in their career ladder, you should say, hey, you should join the After Chef Junior Squad? <laughs> Clan. Clan? We're not using the word. Clan. I don't Scottish. Know. It's fine. Well, team. Team. Um, team or club cool club yeah oh internship also, program <laughs> that also reminds me um our good friends at master chef who still aren't suing us shout out to master chef <laughs> asked us to, yeah, please do not approach master chef to advertise them do i actually find really funny they obviously don't listen to this because all we have done for the past three episodes <laughs> is talk about cincinnati where, <laughs> where we're going to go see master chef live and they email me today and they're like hey can you guys promote left master chef live and i was just like Literally, that is all we've talked about for like two or three episodes we now. We've gone through. We went. We literally rattled off all the locations. <laughs> and how much fun it was going to be. How we couldn't wait to go. How we were all of them. Yeah. Like, we chose a location. We've talked about it nonstop. Could you guys promote and we learned MasterChef to Live? My whole thing with them is just like, how buck wild a PR team are you that you like... <laughs> openly endorse our show but i don't think they've ever listened to the show it's almost like just asking anyone to sell your product for you with (laughs) (laughs) literally yes It is Buck Wild. That's it's Buck Wild. That's right. Anyway, we're going to MasterChef Live Cincinnati. Will you be there? They had a whole other ton of tour dates that were not, I would say, key American city. Not the kind of cities that would spring to mind. 
if you oh, think I, Austin was I, on there. But I'm was there not like Falls Creek or? Yeah, there's some interesting places there. Yeah. But we're we're going to Cincinnati. We're Cincinnati heads. Yeah, but I'm just saying other people can go to non-Cincinnati. Cincinnati right. sells out. We should be getting 70% of that. Yeah. Mm. Use code AFTERSHIP. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. See if we, can get, we should do see that. See if we can get some kind of uh, <gasps> affiliate thing. And then we can all go and wear AFTERSHIP Junior t-shirts and with, like, all our people. And then all they'll our, sue all, us. And then we'll get the attention <laughs> that we deserve. Dude, yeah. I can't wait to show up for our cook-off <laughs> against After Buzz TV with, like, 40 <laughs> sales reps. <laughs> well, they can pick the restaurant as well. I love having these faceless employees that don't exist <laughs> that we're talking to and communicate with through this podcast. Oh, uh, if you've stuck with us through all this way into this episode, God bless you. you know, Whoever you are, fans, you're you're. There wasn't that much ones. that happened in this episode. Like it's true. It's it was true. a solid the episode. Fall of the Golden Boy. It was the me? fall of the Oracle, the Foracle. <laughs> but it was just a pretty like stock standard. I know. Okay. They... So let me. What happened? I want to give you guys. I'll, I'll give you guys the teams, and I want you guys to tell me how you define what. What's their brand? What's their? Sure. Yeah. So Che and Aaron. Boys. Solid boys. <laughs> Solid boys. Corn boys. You're gonna have to <laughs> move away from the word corn. Can we try to go through the rest of this episode without saying the word corn? Maybe you should have gotten instead of these pop screens, pop. Corn screens. Okay, so you didn't even last like <laughs> a, a two seconds. <laughs> what is that about corn that people like to make it into puns? It's just the perfect word. Maybe you love corn, but I love corn puns even more. Okay, now seriously. Okay. Try, <laughs> attempt, see if you can do it. We can do it. Okay, so chain Aaron, solid boys. That's what we're going with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jayla and Matthew. Assassination. Oof. Um... Pure, uh, what what is it called when magnets repel each other? Repulsion. Pure repulsion. <laughs> he literally that doesn't seem fair. Hunger Games style. He might as well have just taken out a crossbow, slowly aimed it with, at Jayla's head. You're talking with Che. Yeah, and let it go, and it would hit her right between the eyebrows. Oof! Because that is literally what he did. Well, I'm talking imagery. about uh, Mike or Matthew and and Jayla. Yeah, I thought they were. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that he set it up. Chase shut up, and it was the perfect. It was a beautiful disaster. Mm. Um, I feel like he felt guilty about it at the end. Yeah, actually, uh, you know, those Jayla, were tears that were like, "What have I done?" Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, at the when they were being, when they're going through the judging, mm. uh, Matthew's emotions were sky high, and mm. I thought that Jayla did a good job of trying to comfort him in a way that wasn't patronizing mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was good do you I was think impressed. if but, matthew had been paired do you think there's any other one person that could have dealt with that situation better um because i thought jayla yeah. dealt with it as as good as she could except all the yelling it was too much well i mean i wouldn't i'd be hard-pressed to tell you who was like the closest who cooked with matthew the closest over this time or who knew sort of yeah, I think you'd need somebody who was a little more laid back. Like Ivy seems mm. calm, mm-hmm. like she's got an inner um, sort of balance. Like mm-hmm. Jayla obviously gets stuff done, mm-hmm. doesn't have time for nonsense. Yeah, she yeah. seems you know impatient in a way that can be very beneficial to her as a solo cook. But I think really clashed with somebody else who is also who 
I think he's got a complex about being like told what to do mm. or, you know, feels maybe sensitive about being the youngest kid, doesn't want to be baby, doesn't want to be yeah. bossed around. Mm. When he when, said she underestimated mm-hmm. him, that was like, well, that's something you've been holding on to. Yeah. yeah. But like when Reed was yelling at Ivy, she was just like, okay. Yeah. But I, Ivy probably was like, yeah, I don't need you to tell me that. Yeah. But she just mm. able was able to swallow it in a way that I struggle with, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I don't we know. I didn't, I didn't sense Ivy any tension like. between Ivy and Reed at all. That's what I mean, because she was a pro. Like, it was just walked yeah, off she doesn't take back. things personally. No. She mm. delivers information, like, calmly. She wasn't mm. yelling. She mm-hmm. was just, you know, saying mm. what needed to be said in a professional manner. I think I think Matthew could have benefited from that. I think Once Jayla could have benefited from Proving Sadie's point that... Ivy can do anything Matthew can do. Yeah, Ivy can do anything. Once again, proving my point that women can do anything that men can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that leads us to <laughs> Malia and Sadie. That team... I don't, it didn't, I don't know. I felt like they were making a bigger deal of it than it needed to be. I feel the same. It felt like total BS, to be honest. Really? That's so interesting because I felt like they did both seem totally spaced out and they didn't seem to really be. They uh, got all their stuff done. Like they cooked their shrimp too early, whatever. Like everything made it on the plate. Mm. Like, oh, there was too much filling in your empanada? Like, mm, Is that something to tell people to take their aprons off for? No, he came up and he like. Gordon did. Bombarded them with criticism that was, like, quite shocking. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mentioned as we were watching it, but, like, Malia and uh, Sadie, when they when Gordon was doing that, they were giving Gordon a look like, Gordon, are you okay? Yeah. Like, this seems this... like an inappropriate reaction to this. <laughs> Is everything totally. okay at home? With... <laughs> yeah, totally. Gordon, do you want to go out to the cupcake corner? Have a little chat? <laughs> Yeah. What's wrong, Twitter was on the cupcake if you want a blue cupcake because you're sad or <laughs> a yellow cupcake because you're happy. Or you can push them together and be quaking because that's okay too, Gordon. So this is an interesting uh, take on your character, Jenny. On my character? Yeah, is this you doing you? I was just, just being Sadie. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I was just speaking words out my mouth. Mm. Um, Where do you get your ideas? Yeah. Is this you being you? Uh, wow. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, actually, the probably the highlight of the whole episode for me was when Malia and Sadie were they were asked who uh, who cooked the sh- oh. shrimp early, mm. and Malia's like, "I did," and then Sadie is like, "Well, I have to take some credit for that as well." Mm-hmm. And uh, she was right because she turned around and she turned to Malia and was like, should I cook the shrimp? I should cook the shrimp. And Malia was like, yeah, let's cook the shrimp. Mm. And so together they did it. And Sadie wasn't willing to let Malia take the brunt of that. I actually thought it was bad form on Gordon's part because he focused on her incorrect use of the word credit, which she then amended to bad credit. Instead of, I think that kind of behavior should have been recognized as like, well, that's... That's true sportsmanship. That's true yes. being a team. I, I agree. And even though you two obviously had communication errors at the beginning, yeah. the fact that that just happened shows me that mm-hmm. you are a true team. Absolutely. I hated that they were asking, like, who cooked this? Who cooked this? Mm-hmm. Who cooked this? It's like, why put them in a team if you're not going to treat the results like a team? Mm. If you're firing them like a team or kicking them off the show as a team, why does it matter who made the croquette, who burned the shrimp? Well, maybe they weren't. Maybe they were willing to not kick them off as a team. Maybe if they had two teams, if they were one like, person did really w- badly. Yeah, they would. Well, be like, I think you know. No offense, Matthew, but it sounded like you actually did do quite badly, and then Jayla was 
at first kind of just trying to be like, well, I finished it. He started it. And then, yeah. and then he started crying. And then suddenly she's like, oh, you actually did a pretty good job. Yeah. I didn't believe it. Felt like she was just trying to placate him. Because he was crying so much. Like any normal human stressful. would be like, yeah, but trying stressful. to make a little kid feel bad. Like when yeah. he went up and hugged to the judges at the end after he got eliminated, mm-hmm. he was like collapsed into their arms. Like a little kid who was overwhelmed he's, dude's been under a lot of pressure and he for is a, a little long kid time. and that's okay yeah, yeah. absolutely but, but I, i'm just not sure personally in that situation i would have sent jayla home because there was mm-hmm. such a clear disparity, disparity between mm-hmm. the two of them mm-hmm. and i think it was almost like Ugh. and he just kept like blaming her and throwing under the bus who did this jayla she did yeah she... i did not like that do they say here she who's she the cat's mother Huh? No, what's that? At home, if you say she talking about a girl or your mom or something, they say, oh, who's she? The cat's mother? And then what you have to say, oh, sorry, Jayla cooked it. Like, it, like it's use, rude If you to... use she instead of someone's huh. name, it's like a disrespectful term. I think that's I don't fair. know what the cat's mother means. They're just like, what she? It could be any girl. We don't even know it's a... We don't even know it's a... It's a human. Mm. I've never heard that term. What I don't understand why it's if, like if you had a kid and they're talking about me to you, yeah. and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, she's amazing," and you'd be like, "Who's she? The cat's mother?" And they say, "Oh, Auntie Jenny's amazing." <laughs> you know? Sure, 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 sure. sure. <laughs> um, the Jayla and Matthew go home. What about Jayla he? What if somebody says he? Who's it's he? The cat's father. Because I think men are just showing more respect. Huh. Once again, proving my point that women can do anything that men can. Or can they? Um, yeah. And so, Jayla and Matthew go home. We are left to the top six. Che, Aaron, uh, Reed, and Ivy, and Malia, and Sadie. Do you think and... they got rid of Matthew before they go enter into a, profession, a sophisticated kitchen next week? <laughs> I think I think Matthew... He couldn't have reached it. <laughs> he could not have reached it. Bring a little stool into a two-star Michelin Restaurant, America's most sophisticated, America's most stunning, <laughs> two Michelin star restaurant behind a Michelin star restaurant that we constructed simply for the show. We'll be making a beautiful flamingon <laughs> and a little butter and shrimp that they'll overcook. It always makes it laugh when the, the kids get so excited about something they've clearly been told to be excited about. Like mm-hmm. all the kids, are like. Wow, two Michelin stars. Wow, America's most sophisticated restaurant. We're here at America's most sophisticated restaurant. It's like, okay. Has the corn got in your side of your brain? Oh, you said corn. I was never not going to. <laughs> I didn't agree to the that terms. That was your promise. There was so much crying. Matthew cried twice. Um, che was crying up on the balcony at the end. It was emotional. It was. And Even you know who Iran. else cried? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Iran. Why did it only flash on it for a second? Like, I would have loved to have seen more Iran tears. What it's if the it... second time Iran shed a tear this season. I love he, it. He he wept for Nayeli. Yeah. I... <laughs> Nayeli, Miha. I would love, like, an Iran cry cam. Like, Ooh. in the bottom. Like, a picture-in-picture experience oh and the judge is crying but we also want to capture the rest of the action <laughs> just his little head floating around crying you can check yeah. in every once in a while oh the I tears mean, are still going it's very normal that's the most i've ever seen the tosi touch a kid as well like she was hugging jayla yeah and like mm. looking up at the balcony like i think just watching two kids cry at some point is gonna break you down right 
Because yeah. Sadie said they didn't... You didn't have heard the interview. She said they didn't speak to the judges when they weren't filming. So, like, when we see the judges being, like, not cold with the contestants, but not super connecting with the mm-hmm. contestants, it's because they don't know them. Like, it's just, like, small talk point. at a party. Yeah. Right. But her theory was, like, you couldn't have judges having favorites. Like, they keep them just mm. in... Because it's competition. Exactly why we need a Wayne Brady character in the mix to maintain professionalism. <laughs> That's right. Do you think we can get Wayne Brady on the show? Why not? Like, oh. Wayne Brady, we, want to, we have an idea for you. Come if on the Wayne show. Wayne Brady can... had a choice over the bold and the beautiful or MasterChef Junior. <laughs> what if we could just get, we just want to have you on for one word. We're going to pitch you an idea and you just say yes, no, and then you hang up. Oh, you want him on this show? Yeah, this show. You think we can get Wayne Brady? Just admitting. I mean, let's ask. I mean, I'm in Los. <gasps> Did I tell you guys when I'm in Los Angeles? I'm going tomorrow, and I was looking at the delegate. <laughs> I'm hanging out with Wayne Brady. <laughs> I was looking at the delegate list for this conference I'm going to on Friday, and I was reading everyone's credits to see if I was interested in anyone. And one of the guys developed MasterChef Junior. <gasps> what? So I was like, you have to meet him. I have to. Like, I've taken a little screenshot of his picture and his name, and I'm going to try and find him. I don't, in what capacity? What am I going to say? I don't know. You're like, hi, you created MasterChef Junior. I've dedicated five years of my life to this show. How much of... We have an army of salespeople, and I feel like we <laughs> owe you a cut. It's like Dumbledore's army, but Matthew's army. Um, speaking of Matthew... Uh, we're gonna fo- we're gonna polish off this episode with a speech that Matthew gave on his Instagram, mm-hmm. and uh, so stay tuned for that. Other than that, how can people find us on social media? After Chef Junior okay. on Twitter or Instagram, you can also go to AfterChefJunior.com for links to everything, including our Patreon, or you can go to Gordon Ramsay. I wouldn't feed it to my dot dog. Nice. That's dot dog, not dot com. It's a lot of singing in this episode, guys. Music is everywhere, back It's because of Belinda's musical sponsorship ad that we had to do. Yeah. What was her name? Galinda's <laughs> Songs for the Angels. <laughs> anyway, and we might get an interview with Matthew, but for now, we'll leave it with. Okay, I said some mean things about him. Um, we didn't. We'll rock, paper, scissors to see who gets to do it. I'm too busy. Max. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Corn you later. Hello, everybody. And as you all know, yesterday I sadly got cut from the show. But I just wanted to say thank you so much for letting me have this amazing experience. And, you know, Young Home Cooks, and I'm talking to even the grown-ups out there. If you want an addition, or it doesn't even have to be cooking. It can be modeling, drawing, anything you want to pursue. Go for it. Chase your dreams. You know, because, you know, one day, just like this happened to me, it's going to happen. Have a nice day. Bye.